This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. If you've ever felt alone in your journey and wanted to be around women who get it, women who love God and are about their business, Blessed and Bossed Up Society is for you. This membership community gives you a ton of resources from myself as well as outside experts to help you grow in your faith and your business. To learn more, visit www.blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast couple of church announcements before we get into today's episode. I want to remind you guys, go to GodIsMyCEOTour.com to get your tickets for the God Is My CEO Tour. I cannot stress to you enough the importance of you getting in that room. The importance of you, if let's say you haven't been able to, to pay for a ticket, seek God on behalf of that. One of the things that I've prayed about as it relates to this event that God makes a way for the people who need to be there to be there. I care much less about the return on investment or the profitability than I do about the the things that are going to happen in this room. And so I need for the people who are supposed to be there to get there. And so um, that's been my prayer. And I stand in agreement with anybody who's been believing in God for the opportunity to attend this tour. 
Um, but you have to be there. So go to God is my CEO tour.com. We're going to Dallas, te- uh, Dallas, Texas, Chicago, Illinois, Washington, DC, and Atlanta, Georgia. I'm hype. I'm excited. The way that God has just been sending resources in each of these cities to me, like somebody gave me a whole space in Atlanta. Like who does, like, how does that happen? She's like, Hey, God told me to give you this space for your tour. I'm like, what? It's so crazy. People in each city has reached out. Hey, um, do you have anybody doing your makeup or whatever? I want to do it for you just because of how much you've impacted my life. Um, publications in different cities reaching out to feature me in their their magazines and blogs in that area it's like huh I don't even know anybody in these cities for real so it's just well I know people in Atlanta but other than Atlanta I don't know anybody in these cities so it's just telling y'all when it's a God thing it's a God thing and things are going to happen so fast your head will swim so that get there. Okay. God is my CEO tour.com. Thank you for everybody who has submitted their videos for the giveaway. I'm actually going to announce it at the end of the show because right now it's Friday, April 19th is 845 AM. Um, usually I record, I, well, I started recording the episodes on Fridays now to give um, the person working with me time to do the show notes and stuff like that. Um, and I meant to do this later in the day, but my hair appointment got turned around. So I had to basically flip everything that I had to do today opposite. So doing everything I need to do this morning in the afternoon and everything I was going to do in the afternoon this morning. So I, I wanted to give people time to um, get their submissions in today because I said this was going to be going on till Friday. So um, I'll come back maybe Monday before the episode comes out and add the winners to the end. So yeah, sorry you guys, you're gonna have to wait till the end of this episode to know if you won the VIP tickets or not. But I just want to give a a sincere heartfelt thank you to everybody who submitted their videos because listening to your stories really touched my heart. Seriously, it's in the, I think what I like the most is not about what you said about me. I'm not listening for that. I like the stories about people who said, I okay, Tatum, you recommended this book. So I read this book. Now I'm able to hear from God or I got this study Bible. Now I feel like I have a better understanding of God's word or now I'm seeking God more in my study time. The best compliment I can ever get is something that I said prompted you to go straight to the father and, and build that relationship with him for yourself. That is what really makes my heart melt. And it just, it, it, you had your girl shedding thug tears <laughs> because it's not about me. I never wanted to build any type of platform of influence to be about me. That's not what this is about. This is about showing God's goodness, his grace, his mercy, showing that you could live a life for God and it be fun and it be profitable and it be successful and it be happy and you you have joy and you have peace and you just are living this great life through him. Like that's The overall thing that I want people to understand and the only way you're going to live that life is if you seek God for yourself. So I am just over the moment happy um, and grateful. I mean, I found myself a couple of times this week just like, God, what are you doing? Like, I couldn't never in a million years would I think that you would be using me in this way. And I've just found myself really at God's feet in awe and in my prayer time and in my worship time as as because of what he's doing in my life. So thank you guys so much for sharing your stories. Like I said, when we do um, podcasts, I'm literally sitting on the couch right now with my computer in my lap and my mic in my hand, just talking. I'm at home. I'm not engaging with you. So to hear your stories it is it's humbling and it's just a feeling I can't even describe. So thank you. Thank you so much. Today's episode, I want to talk about the waiting season, the pruning season, the preparation season, the season don't nobody want to go through. Um, And I want to talk about this season because this week has just been so interesting to me because I feel that God is taking me out of that season. And um, I'm going to get into it a little bit in a second, but this season is so, so important. And there are a lot of new people who listen to the show. Welcome. Welcome to everybody that is, hasn't been listening from the beginning, but um, 
you kind of have heard bits and pieces of my story because again, this is not a platform where I want to put myself on a pedestal. I want to communicate whatever God wants me to communicate and I'll insert my story as needed to prove a point or to further articulate something God wants me to do. But it's not a platform where I'm finna just come on here and talk about myself. I ain't nobody got time for that. And don't nobody want to listen to that. But testimonies though are important as well. And so I wanted to come on here and talk about this season of waiting and this preparation season, because I feel like I'm on the end tail of it. Um, And God is really bringing me into the things that he had prophesied to me previously. So this came up in my mind to do as a podcast after seeing a post in the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. So I'm going to read the post. I'm going to, of course, not say anybody's information. But um, this person shared, she said, I wanted to share this with you guys. I know I'm not the only one because Tatum touched on it on the podcast earlier this week or last But I got so focused on making sure I asked God what to do next instead of asking him what I should be doing right now, to which he answered, get rooted. And I'm going to skip over this because she talks about her business. And she says, even with that answer, I've been antsy and discouraged in my waiting. This was a needed reminder to work in my waiting in faith that when he says move, I'll be ready. And so she shared a post and I'm going to read it. Read the post. The post uh, that she screenshotted said, I can't talk, that she screenshotted says, you're frustrated because you keep waiting for the blooming of flowers of which you have yet to sow the seeds. As I was writing this, I had to reevaluate my own life. So many times I just expected God to give, 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 but didn't really want to do the work. I just had this hands open mentality. I found myself waiting often with the intentions of God to work in my life. I would think maybe God was teaching me patience. Yet while I was waiting on him, I wasn't preparing. I wasn't planting seeds and allowing him to water. I expected flowers, but no dirt, no work to plant, no work to plant and cultivate within me the gifts and dreams God had given me. I wanted results, but wasn't willing to be pruned. It required pain and I wasn't having it. So I encourage anyone who is waiting, prepare for what's to come. Stop waiting for perfection for the next big sign or using your waiting season as an excuse to not work on what God has placed inside of you. Keep working. Keep dreaming. Never stop using opportunities as tools to grow you. Flowers take time to produce. Are you using your time wisely as you prepare for the seeds to take root? So these her what she said in her post, as well as um, what the person uh, in the society said as she posted this and in this post, what stood out to me was a couple of things. For y'all that don't know, I really want to take you back to 2017. This was two years. Yeah, two years ago. And in 2017, in January, this podcast launched as the Black Girl Boss Podcast, January 2nd, 2017. It was myself and my coworker. I mean, coworker, co-host. During this time, I was also building my faith um, behind the scenes. Now, as I began to learn to hear from God and seek him and things like that, he began to give me instructions. Now, originally, I was excited because I was like, oh my gosh, God is talking to me. Like he's giving me instructions. He's telling me things to do. Now (laughs) the instructions weren't always good, but I was initially excited because I finally, finally was able to hear from God and finally was passionate about pursuing the things that he wanted me to pursue as opposed to the things that I want to do. So, um, after that, God began to speak to me. He would say things like, um, you need to do the podcast by yourself. And I would be like, what? I'm not really trying to do that. I didn't want to do the podcast by myself. And I've explained this before. The reason being was my insecurities were telling me my self doubt was telling me that nobody wanted to listen to me speak for an hour a week. Now, this is way before God, by the way, me talking about God. I was talking about the journey of entrepreneurship. This had nothing to do with faith. We was cussing on the show, talking about ratchet stuff like that was Tatum. You know what I mean? And I'm unashamed of who I was. Um, That was me. So, but on the back end, I was very much so lukewarm with my faith walk, but I was trying to do better. So when, um, 
Uh, so God began to tell me things like that. I got all the confirmation in the world to do this show by myself. And eventually he told me that maybe in like April and, and an, uh, another reason why I didn't want to do it by myself was because I'm like, God, we literally just launched and you telling me to change stuff up. I, that doesn't even business wise. That doesn't make sense. Like how are we going to put something out and then change it? Around, and then I'm changing it around. So, um, he's, I procrastinated. It wasn't until November or no, it wasn't until August that I had that conversation with my co-host that we weren't going to do the show together anymore. Um, so that was me being obedient with that first step. Then after that, God told me, change the name of the show. Um, God, excuse me, what? I didn't want to do that. Um, I, it wasn't until we got into a trademark issue to where I was forced to do what God had told me to do prior to after I had spent $800 doing this trademark process I ended up losing all my money because I wasn't just obedient to what God had told me to do so um I'm changing the name and um I'm praying and seeking God on what the name of the show was going to be and so God began to share with me it needed to be about um faith and business. And so he told me the purpose, like my people are pursuing these entrepreneurial endeavors, not realizing that I'm the one who gave them ideas. They can't, they can't see these ideas out to the magnitude of what I see these businesses to be because without seeking me on behalf of their business, without making me the CEO of their business. So he began to tell me the purpose. So telling me the purpose, him telling me the purpose made me a lot uh, better or a lot more comfortable with making the changes because it just reminded me that taking this isn't about you. So, um, yeah, I began to make the changes. He gave me the name. I remember being on vacation. I took my, uh, now husband on a vacation for his, um, birthday in December of 2017, because he has just been a godsend in my life and I wanted to show him my appreciation. So I took him on a vacation. I paid for it. And, um, and yeah, and, and what I always do, this is just a practice within myself. Whenever I'm somewhere new, I wake up early and I go find a quiet place with my journal and my Bible, because it's just something about being in that environment. Even now, I think we went on a cruise. So like even just being on the, the roof deck of the cruise and looking at the ocean and just being in this really secluded place. Cause it's this boat in the middle of nowhere. Um, it, it was just something special about that moment. And I was fasting. This was around the time where I used to fast every Monday. I did it for a year. So I, I was fasting. Um, did I fast that day? No, I, 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 no, that's a lie. I specifically made the vacation not include a Monday. So I didn't have to fast. That's what happened. But, um, but yeah, no, I actually wasn't fasting. I take that back, but I, it was early in the morning and I was sitting talking to God and that that's when God gave me the name for the, um, for the podcast to name it blessed and bossed up. So all of this, these, at this point, I'm making these decisions and to follow God. I'm, I'm not in the waiting season yet. Because it's still things moving, it's still things going on. I'm still at this time. I'm doing coaching and consulting um, as my business. So I have this podcast. God is having me change it. Okay, I'm a little bit uh, fuzzy and not really as enthusiastic about changing the podcast, but it's cool because I still have this main source of income. This business, the podcast, no matter what it's called, is still getting me clients. I'm still um, building this business. I'm making good money. I'm I'm still good even though I'm uncomfortable in this section over here in this business part, we good. Right. So, um, and 2018 here enters this waiting season in this season where God was like, okay, she was obedient in these small things. Let me see what she's going to do next. If she's going to be obedient to this next instruction. And that's when God told me to cut off um, to don't take any more clients, finish out my obligations with the ones that I have shut this down completely. And I was like, excuse me, what? So in essence, I'm closing the door to making any money. I had to make a decision. If I, am I going to follow God or am I going to follow me? Am I going to continue to do what seems to be working? Because I was making money. It's not like I was failing. I was making money. Um, I was helping people with their marketing. I was helping people build businesses. I was uh, fulfilled in that area. Was I willing to give that up? to be obedient, to become this person I said I wanted to become? Was I willing to give that up? 
What are you willing to give up for what God has for you? What are you willing to sacrifice for what God has for you? What are you willing to lay to the side that you've always wanted to pick up the things that God has always wanted for you? So for me, I I had to make a tough decision. I struggled with it. I was mad because God, what do you mean? So you mean to tell me I got to go back to being broke? Because let's talk about it. I'm cutting off my, my income. I'm not making any money outside of this. I didn't have products, books, journals. I didn't have that. I had clients. I had a service-based business, and I was working to implement other revenue streams, but that's where I was at at that time. So, God, you mean to tell me I got to go from this to zero? What's what's going on? And God told me, cut it off and do and then just create what I tell you to create. That was the most uncomfortable thing that I ever had to do as of yet, because I'm sure it's going to be plenty more, child. But at that time, that was the most uncomfortable thing that I had to do. I had to make a decision. And I, God gave us free will. I could have kept doing what I was going to do. Let's be frank. I made a decision to give to to give things up because I wanted the things that God had for me. And it was uncomfortable. So then after this, God says, Cut this off and do what I tell you to do. So then he gives me the idea for the prayer journal. Okay, cool. It's a revenue stream, but, and it's passive. So I like that, but I don't, I mean, it's a $20 book guy. Like I gotta sell a bunch of these joints for it to really be, for me to be doing anything. Like let's, I'm being, I'm being real with y'all right now. This is how it goes. Being obedient to God isn't always this. Yes whatever let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven lords whatever you want oh this is so easy Ah, I know I'm not making any money but my lord shall supply all of my needs that's the truth because that's scripture but that ain't the truth as far as how you feel about it so I was like what this like I said I'm gonna have to sell a bunch of these joints for this money to mean anything so um but I did it nevertheless God gave me the idea. I was driving. I remember when I got the idea, I was driving my husband. Um, I don't know where we was going, but I was driving. He gave me the idea. I, I put it in my notebook, real, my uh, notes in my phone real quick. And then I was like, all right, when I pray later, I'm going to see what this is all about. So later on, and I'm going to post, I'm actually posted because I still have the journal I wrote it in. Later on, I was like, God, what what is this prayer journal idea? What in the world is a prayer journal? Like, I know I keep a prayer journal, but my prayer journal is like blank pages and I'm just writing whatever. Like it's no, I got my little thing, but like, what is this that you want me to create? Uh, I've never seen anything like this before. So I uh, took, I had my journal and I, God was speaking to me and I'm writing it down. I drew it, drew how it was supposed to look, um, wrote down what the journaling pages was going to look like. Like I had the whole concept in my chicken scratch handwriting in this journal excuse me so then I say okay God well when do you want this to be put out he said put it out ASAP I said bet so I go to the uh what's her name the designer get it all done we put it out cool all right God but look these clients so at this time I have clients on contract so we are I I cut all I stopped taking in new clients but because I was fulfilling the obligations of the clients I already had I didn't go straight from broke I didn't go straight broke overnight it was like let me not stop saying broke I never went broke as part of the story but um in my mind I wasn't I, I wasn't going straight broke overnight because I still had a few months left on some of the contracts I had so I was like um so God gave me this idea for the prayer journal in like February no it was done before February it was like January yes it was January when he gave me the idea for the journal so okay top of the year cool I already made this decision I stopped taking calls and things like that and he's giving me the idea fine still don't know how this little journal finna do anything but fine this was my pessimistic attitude at the time so um so yeah I do the journal then after that God tells me to write my book all right, you want me to write the book? That's cool. Um, I had wanted to write a book anyway. I mean, I had a whole manuscript for a whole different book that I didn't even do at, at the end of 2017. To And I just basically got rid of that to do the book God wanted me to do. And that ended up being the Blessed and Bossed Up book, my first book that I authored. So I'm like, okay, God, but I got a prayer journal. I got a book and I got a podcast. What's the business though? 
That was my frustration. So after these things, these instructions that God told me to do, I'm like, I don't see the, I don't see it. God, I'm frustrated. I don't see it. And then God began to show me the, I'm going to make you a millionaire. You're going to impact millions of people. You're going to do all these things. He started showing me all these grandiose plans he had for me, but I wasn't getting the the, the specifics. Like, okay, you're going to make me a millionaire and all that, but how? I got two books. Like, I got two books in the podcast, God, how? I don't understand. So I'm frustrated. And in this season, then the, the instructions go from business to, um, yeah, you need to go to therapy. You need to restore this relationship uh, in your life with talking about relationship with my mother. You need to restore this relationship in your life. I'm sorry, what? Can we get back to the money? Like, I don't understand. So here I am, frustrated. I'm engaged at this point. And uh, premarital counseling for me it was a non-negotiable. My husband, when we first met, I brought it up because I'm the type when I'm dating, I ask the hard questions in the beginning before I like you for real. So it's easier for me to just break up with you if we're not on the same page. That's how I operate. I feel like asking hard questions after you fall in love is counterproductive. Now you got to deal with heartbreak that you could have avoided if you would have asked the hard questions in the beginning. But but that's that's a message for another day. So one of the things that we talked about in the beginning, but I was like, well, how do you feel about premarital counseling? Because I'm not the type that's about to convince nobody to do something they don't want to do. I'm not in the business of raising or changing men. I need you to come to me whole and then we can grow together into what God wants us to grow into. But I'm not I don't fall in love with potential like I, I will be by myself. So um, I asked him, like, you know, how do you feel about that? And he was kind of like, I'm not opposed to it. It's not something I'm like gung ho. Like I have to go to premarital counseling with my future wife, but I'm not opposed to it. I'm like, okay, cool. As long as you're willing to go, that's all I need. So um, that was couple. That was maybe a year or so before we got engaged. Um, yeah, we didn't date for like a super duper long time before we got. We wasn't one of those like eight year couples before getting engaged we were together for maybe a year and some change before we got engaged so um yeah so um we were in around this time still and this is last year 2018 we get into premarital counseling so I'm like in the worst state of mind that I feel like I, I had I've been in in my life um, because well not the worst because I've been through some things but this was a different type of state of mind to whereas I'm frustrated because now God I've surrendered all to God and I've I had this false expectation that when I surrender all to God that means everything is going to be picking up because I'm paying attention to people's highlight reels on social media when everything is pink and perfect and and laughing photos and, and coffee shops and and oh God is so great he did all of this I tithed on Tuesday I got a billion dollars on Wednesday like I'm thinking that that's what life is like but I didn't realize this waiting season and the importance of it and how freaking hard it is. You know what I'm saying? It's difficult. It's hard. It's I don't know what in that waiting season. So uh, here I am in this season where I'm in. God is telling me to give up everything. So my my money is going is going getting ready to get cut off because these, these contracts is ending. My money is getting ready to get cut off. I got two books and a podcast and I got to come on here and talk to these people every week. When I'm still trying to wrap my mind around what's going on, like, I, God, you want you want to use me every week? Some of the best episodes that we've had was during this time period, by the way. So, but I'm like, God, what? And then in addition to me trying to figure out what is life, people looking up to me and all of this, I don't even know who I am at this point because God is dismantling everything I knew, everything I thought that I was working towards. So I'm like, I'm dealing with the frustrations of that. Then I'm in uh, therapy, counseling therapy with my mother. So now as I'm doing that, I'm going back and digging up old stuff because now God is telling me this relationship has to be restored. So now we got to go back to why it's broken in the first place, dig up old stuff in the midst of dealing with this frustration. Now I'm getting ready to get married, which I take very seriously. So now I'm in premarital counseling, dealing with this stuff, learning how to become one with this man. And I don't even know who I am at this point as an individual. This is real. This is real, y'all. 
And I have to talk about this because there's some of y'all that's in a waiting season right now and you want to give up. You getting ready to turn back. You like, man, God, I can't do this. Or maybe this ain't God because it's hurt so bad. No, it is God. But it's right now where you're building that foundation, where you're planting those seeds. It's right now where you're getting those spiritual muscles so you can be able to be prepared for what he has for you. I told, tell y'all this all the time. Sometimes we ask God for a table. He gives us wood and we mad. We don't know what to do with that. But it's when he gives you that wood is when he's going to give you the instructions on how to build the table that you want. The table that he has for you, that's bigger and greater than whatever you could have built or put together for yourself. So in this season, I'm frustrated because I'm frustrated, but I'm trusting God. I'm in my prayer closet crying bawling my eyes out I'm waking up in the morning like God I don't even feel like doing this today getting back under the covers this is real life I'm in the I'm in my closet crying God I don't know what you're doing but I trust you God this hurts so bad but I trust you God I'm tired of this season but I trust you this 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 is real life my husband I was sometimes well fiance at the time I would call him like Man, I can't, I don't even, he'll be like, how was your day? I'll be like, I don't even know. Like That's how, that's the place that, that I was in. That's the season. That's the season. And, I, but I, I continue to press forward. I continue to fast every single Monday. I continue to seek God. I continue to be obedient to what he told me to do because I knew that if anything I've been reading up until that point was correct, that somehow out of all of this chaos that I feel like is going on in my life, that God was going to make a masterpiece out of it. So I'm holding on to that. I'm enduring, I'm enduring, I'm enduring, but I'm holding on to my faith. So that was all of last year, like 2018 was a year for your girl. Okay. So that's all of last year. And, um, Then we get into 2019. I thought I was so excited for 2018 and I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I was like, this has been the most difficult year of my life. I did. I changed everything. I gave up everything for God. I gave up everything for God. Everything I was comfortable with. Everything that I had been building up until that point. I got into entrepreneurship and uh, started my business in 2015. Yeah, I just filed taxes. So 2015. Um, was the year May it was May something I forgot May something 2015 was when I, I got into entrepreneurship and I had made some pivots but I was growing so I, w- I felt like everything that I was doing was building on each other to something that this plan that I had for my life but then I had to give all of that up uh, after two years of the things that I had been working on I had to give that up when I decided to follow God so I gave up everything for him and don't regret it at all. So I'm I'm in this waiting season. And um come fast forward to 2019. I'm like, God, what we doing? You know, cuz last year was a lot. Um don't know if I got a whole another year of that in me. If I do, I ain't I guess, but I ain't really trying to go do that again. So I'm like, God, what's what's good for this year? You know, over the course of the year though, we he implemented um, he gave me more instructions as far as like revenue streams go. So I wrote my book. I did the prayer journal. Um, I opened up the blessed and bossed up society, which is lit. Um, so those, so that's good. And that's a, this is something to note, put a pin in it for a second. My thought process when it, God told me to give it up was like, God, you mean to tell me I'm about to just be broke? Like, what am I going to do? God has supplied every one of my needs. I never missed a bill. I never missed a meal. I never missed. I, I missed a couple fun things, but I still have fun. I went on camp. I went to Cabo with the bossy posse during that time. Like God provided for me throughout that year when I thought I was about to be back to spaghetti life when I first decided to start a business, but I didn't. He supplied he provided for me. I never went without even I never went without my needs. And I didn't go a lot without with a, when it came to a lot of my wants. So I, I wanted to let y'all know that like you may think something's going to end up a certain way. 
you may think if you give up things that how you've been doing it that you're going to miss out on money or you're going to have to go back to being broke. You're not going to be able to provide for your family or or for provide for your kids. That's your way of thinking. God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So you got to be obedient just because he said so and trust the truth, which is that he will provide for you. Call him by his name, Jehovah Jireh. He provides for us. He is our provider. Call him by that name. He will provide for you. And he provided for me well last year. Like I felt when I filed taxes, um, the, uh, what was that last week? I was like, oh, wow, I, I did. All right. I thought I was going to be broke and I wasn't even really checking. This is how <laughs> fearful I was of what was going on. I wasn't checking, uh, what my income was every month. No more. I got rid of almost every expense I had in my business. I was like, well, shoot, if I'm going to be broke, I ain't, I ain't going to be broke and owing people. So like, let me just get rid of any expenses or anything. I got rid of as much as possible to where my expenses was the bare minimum. I was paying nothing every month in expenses. Right. So, um, I did what I had to do on my end just in case I was going to be broke. But, um, God me of little faith at the time like God provided for me and going back and looking at it I I did very well and I was just like wow God will provide for you in that waiting season but fast forward again to this year now all of these things have been prophesied to me for this year right and the word says that we understand in part and we prophesy in part let me actually read it verbatim so it's in first corinthians 13 9 in the new living translation it says now our knowledge is partial and incomplete and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture so this just for anybody as you get like prophetic words and things like that over your life always go back to god you have to always first test the spirit test any spirit that tries to prophesy to you test any spirit like test any spirit everybody who says they are a prophet are not a prophet there are plenty of false prophets in the bibles don't fall for the hype don't think that because you're a baby christian in christ anybody who has a title um of the fivefold ministry can say anything to you it don't matter ask god for the gift of discerning the spirits so you know who's talking to you don't accept every word i'm very skeptical of who speaks into my life when i was in miami and uh at the event and they had a prophet there he asked me when I first sat in front of him like what do you think about me because I know he could tell I was sizing him up and I was like I mean and I told him straight up I, I don't think anything about you I'm, I'm just listening like because it's I don't I don't matter what I think about you I'm testing your spirit period and so don't let anybody speak into your business but I digress so these things from these prophetic words from spirits I've tested that I trust in my life um these certain things have been spoken to me they're things that God has shown me this year um as a result of well not as a result of anything but they're things that God has shown me this year as I've uh, as I've continued to seek him there's also been things that God has required of me I told y'all a few episodes ago he's like you need to I need more of you I I need you to dive deeper I need you to consecrate yourself like you have to do more to prepare for this next that I have for you so I was so so far this year I've been kind of like okay as y'all know I got married at the beginning of this year so January was all about first the first part of January was all like scrambling to get everything ready for this out of the country wedding then the rest of January because we were down there for two weeks was all about marital bliss okay so I was out there living my best life eating all the curry goat all the uh soursop all of the um what is it what is it called the the dish dang what's the Jamaican dish that they serve all times a day, but it looked like eggs. I cannot remember. I'm about to Google it because I am not about to do our Jamaican listeners like that. I'm going to do your culture justice because Jamaica is like my favorite place at this point. That was my first time going and it was amazing. Everybody is so nice. The food is bomb. And I just love being in a place with so many black people. But Akian Sawfish is the name of it. I was living my best life out in that joint, okay, with the Jamaican patties. Like, we was living our best life. But um, 
back to to this year. So then we came back. It's kind of we got back in the swing of things. And then things happened. I talked to you guys about like a the tough time in my life. Um that I'll I'll God released me to talk about it at the tour. So I'll talk about it at the tour. Um so come God is my CEO tour.com. But um yeah, so things has just been happening, but I've been still before God in the midst of all of this, being obedient to the things that he wanted me to do. So fast forward to this week, I'm telling y'all about the waiting season and what triggered this was um, the person in the blessed and bossed up society. She was saying that this was a needed reminder to work in my waiting in faith that when he says move, I'll be ready. So this is this triggered me because this week was when God told me to move on some idea that he gave me a year ago I got this idea a year ago and some of y'all asked a question like when I get an idea like or I have these ideas how do I know what to do next always ask God when and so this idea that he gave me a year ago in 2018 in this prep season I remember like sitting because I told you I was frustrated like God I got a book a journal and a podcast what is going on this cannot sustain no lifestyle especially not the one I want to live and the one that I know you called me to live this this don't equal millions okay what's going on this don't equal my children's children will be blessed what's going on so um I remember getting my whiteboard I turned on some worship music I got um when the praise and worship I'm speaking in tongues I'm praising God praying and so I'm like God make him just give me the big picture at least. And so I started writing things down on this whiteboard and I took a picture of it. I still got it. And one of the things on this whiteboard was a part of this idea. I had no idea what it meant at the time. And so, um, guy, so then that was the first introduction of this idea. I'm not going to get specific on what it is. Y'all see it when it's, when I do it, but, um, this idea. So then maybe, uh, some months after that, he gave me the, he gave me the, uh, what's it called? The big picture. The, and I'll tell you, a media company. He said, you're going to start a media company. I said, I'm, I'm sorry, what? So, okay. He And so I wrote that down. And so I'm like, I don't really even know where to start with that. So I guess when you want me to do something with this, you'll tell me. And I just left it there. I wrote it down and I left it there. Over the course of the next few months, living my life, still frustrated, still in this preparation season, not knowing I have this idea in, the, in, in addition to others. So I'm just kind of like not thinking too much of it, just trying to be obedient and, and do the work that he had me doing at the time. So I'm, um, so then later on, he's like, gives me the specifics of the media company and what that entails. Cause media company is broad. So what it entails specifically that I'm going to be doing. So I'm like, okay, but it was still broad enough for me not to know what to do next with it. So I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. I'm like, all right, let's move on to the next thing. Then, um, an opportunity came up where somebody I knew was doing something that fell into alignment with what he said I was going to be doing. So it brought it up for me again. I remember telling, telling Tish, like me and Tish send voice memos back to each other all day because it's, it's so much that we be doing and so much we be wanting to share that a text message doesn't suffice, but then we still got stuff to do. So we can't just be on the phone all day. So we send each other voicemails, uh, voice memos. So I remember sending Tish a voicemail memo about it. And I was talking to my husband about it. And he was like, he was like, I mean, that sound dope. Like you should, that's definitely um, sound like it's something that could be really good. So I was like, yeah, but I don't think, I really don't think it's time for me to move on it yet. I'm just going to kind of see what God wants to do with it. And I just moved on. I left it at that. Never, not in a rush. So then, and that's a, we could put a pin in that right there. Don't be in a rush. When God gives you an idea, sometimes he don't give you all of it. At that time, he'll give you pieces of it. Write it down and pray on it and say, God, when you want me to know more, tell me more. God, when you want me to move, let me, I, I, I want to be ready to move. So I'm writing it down. Then he gives me the name. He gives me the name of a program that's going to be a part of this company. And so I'm like, what does this mean? He gave me the name and I was not getting it. I didn't even know, honestly, at the time, this was going to be a part of the company. He just gave me a name for something. And I was like, what? So I wrote it down. Still don't know what's going on. So fast forward Monday. Um, Monday, I fasted with my friend Kristen 
and she'll be on a podcast soon enough. Y'all will meet her soon. So I was fasting with my friend Kristen. We went to to lunch um, last week, and she recently moved to D.C. from North Carolina, and um, God sent her here on assignment. And this girl is so bomb. I cannot wait till she comes on this show and tells y'all her story because she's just amazing. But in our conversation, she was just talking about just some, her frustrations with some things that she's expanding her business and and things like that. And so I was like, um, and I'm, and I was like, have you fasted? And she was like, I was like, you know, the Bible says some things only come through prayer and fasting. So if, if you've been praying, it seems like you you move around a lot. That seems like I know you always on a move. And if you're not getting clarity on something, I think you need to take a second and, and fast and seek God for it. So uh, she was like, yeah, I thought about it. But she was like, I just haven't done it. So I was like, oh, OK, OK. So I just left it at that. So um, we continue talk. We having a good time. So then later on in the week, I texted her and was like, because I'm the type of friend where you can't tell me that you're going to do something and I not follow up with you about it. Like Tish and some of my other close friends will tell you, we don't tell Tatum things until we're ready to do it because she's going to continue to ask us about it. And if you're not doing it, it's going to get on your nerves, right? So um, I texted her and was like, hey, so did you decide when you was going to fast? So she was like, I think I'm going to do it on Monday. I promise you, I don't think that she really planned on doing it Monday. She probably just said it because I followed up with her. So she was like, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to do it Monday. So I was like, cool, well, I'm going to fast with you on Monday. You know, the Bible says when two or more are joined together, even though we're not going to physically be together, like we're going to be joining together in the spirit. Like I want to fast for you and maybe God may give me some things for you as well. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. So I was like, bet. So we fasted together on Monday. So God, as I'm fasting, she sent me her prayer request over the weekend. I sent her mine. And then we fasted together on Monday. And um, in my fasting, I got some things for her. And I had some stuff for me too, but I didn't go to fast to for myself. I wanted to be in agreement with what God wanted to do in her life because I I know what he's, the magnitude of what he has for her. And I want to help, you know what I mean? I'm just that type of friend. That's uh, that's the type of friend I am. So I just wanted to be in agreement spiritually with her. So, but I'm like, all right, well, she asked me for my a prayer request too. So I sent it to her. So we fast on Monday. I When I tell y'all at the end of the fasting day, I fast from food from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Around like five is when I really go into prayer. Uh, I pray all day though. And I read my Bible and things like that throughout the day. Um, and I got most of my downloads for her throughout the day, but God gave me mine at like five and I'm literally, I have like two pages worth of stuff from this fasting day in particular. And all of it is in relation to this media company that God has, is pushing me to start. So not only did he give me literally all the details, all of the things. And I remember asking her like, Hey, God keep bringing back up this idea for me because he brought it up that day and I'm like can y'all can you pray for me I think I text Tish like can you pray about this for me because he keeps bringing this up it's been over a year of different layers to this thing being unfolded and I still don't know what the heck is going on and so um so Tish was like cool but literally as soon as I sent these texts he gave it to me he gave me my own clarity so and I'm just writing it writing it writing it writing it and it all made sense and I was like, wow, my husband came home. I was like, boo, this, that, and I was just like telling him everything. And he was just like, dang, that's crazy. It's crazy how it just really unfolded. So then after that, um, maybe yesterday, it was yesterday, it's Friday. Yes. So this was yesterday. So I had the whole thing Monday. God told me the next day, get the details together, get the plan together. So I was like, cool. So I started working on a plan, just like, okay, here's the business. Here are the details of the business. Who this is, this is what I'm going to be doing. Let me, all right, where did how can I fill in the nuances? I'm I'm not doing this by myself. Um, who is going to help me? This, that, and the other. Excuse me. So I'm excited because this is new. This is a for sure a God idea. And so then yesterday I have a call with a company, um, a podcast company, and um not going to get into any particulars, but it was a call, something I'm going to move on as super beneficial for me as a podcaster. So um, in that call, though, 
God then started speaking to me some more about this same idea I had been working on this week. And I was like, so excited to get off the call because I already knew that this was something I was going to do. So the rest of this is just more so formalities. So I'm like, oh my God, I was, y'all, I am the type of person who is so laid back. I am calm 99.9% of the time, even in situations like, let's say if something terrible happened, I'm very calm. It's, I don't know what it is. It's just my temperament. I'm super laid back and chill. I'm not highly emotional at all, but I could not sit down yesterday. I am literally looking like a crazy person walking, running, jogging. Cause your girl don't run a brisk walk, <laughs> a brisk walk around this house speaking in tongues. I had to turn on. Sorry, y'all. My father-in-law has a house phone. So y'all gonna hear this house phone in the background. But um, so I am running around the house speaking in tongues because I can't even verbalize what God has done. If something was in my spirit to where it was like, this is it. This is what the pruning is for. I'm not gonna tell y'all the details of the company yet, but as he was giving them to me, I was like, this is what the waiting season was for. Because there are layers to this business that I, and, and it's not just any your old media company. This is a God thing. This is something different. I've never seen this before. So I'm like, this, I couldn't have been able to do that without going through 2018, without going through up until 2017, 2018, up until this point, 2019, I wouldn't been able to do this had I not gone through that and I was literally jogging around the house speaking in tongues because I could not find the words to express what was going on in my spirit and I'm going to read to you guys a part of because after this I go get my journal like God what's up like I'm hyped I'm excited I'm I can't even sit down I'm so excited this does not happen I'm I'm chill I'm chill, cool as a cucumber type of chick. This don't happen. I I was like, God, what is going on here? I'm. It was just, listen, so I'm going to read part of what God said to Tatum. This is for me. He said, my daughter, your obedience has not gone unnoticed. My divine head is on this, excuse me, my divine hand, my handwriting is trash. My divine hand is on this company. You will help. And those are too specific. I'm not going to tell y'all that. When I said that you will impact millions, I didn't mean just you. I mean, everyone that is attached to you will impact millions. And then he began to show me like the name of the company because I was struggling with like the legal stuff too, um, just figuring that out. But he told me the name of the company. He told me the domain name and I went and bought that thing quick. He told me um, the name of the different layers to it. He began to be very uh, specific. He told me the details of how people were going to be able to be a part of this. This is not something that's going to be open to the general public. This is a God thing. Um, so what else did he Let me see what else I can tell you that he said. Okay. He said, everything that you've done and gone through so far has prepared you for what, what you're going to be doing through this business. So this really stood out to me because it just all made sense. And more importantly, he said, the time is now you got to move. And so why that triggered me, and I knew I had to talk about it on a podcast because what the person said in the society was, this was a needed reminder to work in my waiting in faith that when he says move, I'll be ready. So she's believing in God that as she's going through this waiting season, that when he says move, she'll be ready. And so I had to tell this story and start from the beginning because I'm ready, because I'm ready. The reason why I'm ready is because of the waiting season. The reason why this is going to be so successful, because I believe that this is the multi-million dollar company that, that God has just blessed me with, is because of my obedience in the, the waiting season. It's because when I didn't 
have a, a, a clients anymore. And because my income wasn't what it used to be and I didn't know where my next check was coming from, I still tithed 10% though of what, of what my earnings were. I still tithe when there were times when God told me to go above and beyond and I still tithe more. So it's my obedience. There are things he told me that I told y'all the hardest thing in the world was to give up everything to follow God, but I did it. It's not about what my intentions are. A lot of us have good intentions, but we aren't obedient. We have good intentions with no follow through. God was concerned with my follow through. So it's because I followed through and I pressed through and I was in, and I endured and I'm gonna find that scripture and I endured through that pressing preparation season that now the layers are beginning to unfold and then even with this idea there have been prophetic words from people close to me that have been spoken to me things that God has been spoken to me that are direct in alignment with this idea so I go through all that to tell you guys a lot of a, a lot of you are in that waiting season you have to continue to press through Things may not make sense to you, but it all is going to work together. That's why I was running around here looking crazy, excuse me, briskly walking around here <laughs> looking crazy because it made sense. It just made sense. And I could have never. It just it just made sense. And so I just want you to understand I just want to just plant this seed in your head that it will all make sense when it's supposed to, but you just have to do the work in this season. You have to do the painful things. I told y'all I was in counseling, premarital counseling, therapy with my mother, still trying to figure out what's going on with this business. It was so much, and it was so emotionally draining, emotionally taxing, but God kept me, and he will keep you. There will be more things I will have to endure. I mean, even looking at the, the the beginning of this year, the things that I've gone through, the fact that God told me talk about these things at the tour was like, okay, that was that is going to be worth it because of the lives that is going to change or God is going to use that. And because one of the things, even as I was going through stuff earlier this year, um, somebody that's really close to me, who's kind of like a spiritual mentor to me, she's a prophet or whatever. And I'm going to have her on the show because I think that it's just so important for a lot of us who listen to the show are young women, millennial women. Um, it's important for us to have women of wisdom, women who are older than us, who have more life experience than us. Um, who have been who know God a lot of times we look at people who've been saved for a long time it's like oh they're out of touch or whatever but it's when it's nothing like positioning yourself as a student or as a mentee or whatever under somebody who has such godly wisdom uh, you just get so much so I was talking to her in the midst of the struggles that I was going through it earlier this year. And she was like, you better share, you better share and you better share. And it was God using her to just tell me the importance of my testimony and how it's, this is going to really free some people. So I, I haven't been released to talk about it on the podcast. Um, I do believe this is something that God wants me to do on the tour. It might not even be all the stops. I don't know. I do what God told me to do. So um, come to the tour. God is my CEO tour.com. But I really just wanted to, take you guys back to the beginning and articulate what's been going on. And I think I will do something like this periodically as my life begins to unfold, because I think it's easy for you to maybe look at me and be like, Oh, she's, she hears from God or she's so spiritually mature, whatever, like, however it is that you look at me, it's easy to to kind of look at me or, or place anybody that you may admire or respect on a pedestal and forget the things that they had to go through and sacrifice and give up in order to get to that point. And I'm never going to be in a position where I let you let myself or anybody else forget how difficult it was and the sacrifices I had to make in order to be the person that I am today. And the, the way that God had to really humble me and the way he had to prune me and he had to chip some things and burn some things off of me but there are still some things that have to be burned off of me but it's the process is so important and I just had to articulate that for you guys who are in the waiting game yourself um this episode is definitely longer than normal but I pray that my story blessed you guys um so yeah before I get out of here let's just get these winners out the way so you guys can start preparing for your trips or preparing to come to the goddessmyceotour.com. If I call out your Instagram name, please send me an email 
Tatum at TatumTamia.com. I need you to send me, again, an email. Don't send me a DM. Don't comment on one of my pictures. Send me a DM. Tatum at TatumTamia.com. I'm taking a little IG break this week um, because I just want to be a little bit more present and seeing out this idea and the particulars of what God is having me create. So I'm taking a little step back, a little practicing some digital minimism. Did I say that right? No, digital minimalism. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, send me an email so that I see it. All right. So the first winner is from Dallas at Soft Glamour Beauty. Woo, 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 woo. So excited to see you there. Um, next, we have DC at underscore Tamara C, Atlanta at Faith Camille, and Chicago at Optimistic Movement. One more time, Dallas at Soft Glamour Beauty, DC at underscore Tamara C, Atlanta at Faith Camille, and Chicago at Optimistic Movement. I'll post those Instagram names in the show notes in case you weren't sure if this was you or not. Um, Yeah, so send me an email so that I can get you on the list and get you signed up for your VIP ticket. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I will talk to you next week.